This is the chop up, trying to get chopped up, not get slapped up. You already know. Uh, we about to get into this. We about to get into the culture chop. <laughs> about to get into the culture chop. Um, it's a, it's a weird conversation that's going on right now, y'all. Really weird. Um, there is an internal beef with black men, a, a group of black men who see, who see themselves in a particular particular light and Black Lives Matter as a movement. All right. This beef stems from the fact that on multiple Black Lives Matter page, including the uh, Black Lives Matter Global Network page, which is essentially just BlackLivesMatter.com. When it's listing the type of families that it affirms and the, the things that it affirms, uh, it specifically does not say fathers. The word fathers is not included in the language of Black Lives Matter. Right. And there are certain black men who look at that and say this is a direct attempt specifically by white liberals to uh, create a movement. To divide black people by putting in gay issues, by putting in feminism and using that to demonize and exclude the black man. Is that something that y'all are aware of? Are y'all are y'all on game? Is have y'all heard? Because it's no. not, have y'all heard? No, 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 nah, never heard of it. I haven't heard it, but I mean I, I've heard it not in overarching like black fathers i've heard it in the context of you know the traditional black lives matter is attempting to break up the kind of the black on black love black relationships black uh sustainability and kind of because of its inclusions of queerness and its lack of focus on talking about black people and black issues which is always rebutted with well every black movement black lives matter movement or form of activism we've seen has been overly emphasized on black men but people have still just been like Nah, we don't see ourselves in the vision of that larger movement and this against every and of course George Soros is funding it all anyway. So this white man and this white liberal is behind it. Yeah, we because we got we got them comments too. We got them comments too. But you ain't heard about it either, George. No, nah, I ain't heard about that one at all, man. It seems like look to me, it seems semantic, man. Like it, it is, it is. But you know how these niggas get, bro. You know how these niggas get. I, I was just in a Facebook conversation with my nigga Nate G. Uh he a rapper out of Dallas. Uh, look that nigga up, SoundCloud, all that shit. And they, he just dropped the project. I, shit is dope. Via DC. Yeah, he he in Dallas via DC. Yeah, he from DC, but he in Dallas right now. Shout out to my nigga. But we were just going back and forth on Facebook about the word black. And Nick, he, he shared a post saying, nigga, we shouldn't call ourselves black. Stop calling ourselves black. And I'm like, nigga. <laughs> What is like what what, like, what do you mean? And then he started he, he said some shit about Black's Law Dictionary and what it says black mean and Black's Law Dictionary and all this other shit. So like niggas play these semantic games, you know, I mean with, with certain concepts that they're not hundred percent familiar with, and it ends up pitting them against other niggas. Cause I'm what I'm gonna tell y'all is because I know y'all agree with this and y'all done heard this, because this is essentially what Toya was saying, but their argument overall is that the fact that Black Lives Matter has been started or was, was essentially spearheaded and made famous and branded and turned into a movement by queer women, queer black women specifically, that is a problem for the black community. From their eyes, from their perspective. Now, I know y'all seen that. 
No, I'm, I'm, my criticisms, it, they're never couched like that. It's more of a where are the black men kind of, why don't these black It's not as explicit. To, to, huh? It's not as explicit. It's not as explicit. But undertone. Okay. Undertone. Okay. I would write, there's a lot of undertones about from black people about the legitimacy of Black Lives Matter and the needs, their ability to not be so fractured and splintered in goal and in concept that they actually meet the needs of the black community. That's been the biggest kind of criticism is that there's so many appendages to what they want to do. And because they're mobilized by black queer women, that the concerns will never dip deep enough to really resolve a lot of the issues in the black community, much of which, most of which you know, affect and impact black men. Right. And so it's just like it's watered down. They think that it's a watered down form of liberation or resistance that is the agenda of white people, (laughs) you know, so many words. Come down to let me. uh, Yeah, go ahead, George. Uh, I think I think that there are some legitimate criticisms of Black Lives Matter. But I think that when they start getting reduced down to just it's funded by a white man or it's started by, you know, I'm saying uh, queer black women is like, to me, it's like, again, what's the impact? Because in my mind, it's like George Floyd, man, shout out to that nigga son from uh, living in my hood, the west side of Bryan, Texas, you feel me? And we seen what Steven Jackson was doing for his, you know what I'm saying, what he was doing for his, for his daughter, you know what I'm saying? So in my mind, it's like the impact of the language in terms of practice, in terms of functionality of the movement and of the organization, what, where is the cross application for how it excludes? semantics <laughs> like. and to prove further prove this semantic point i'm always skeptical when black people and white people have the same talking points right so oh. white people is like it's funded by george soros and black people are like it's funded by george soros I'm like, I'm like, wait and so i think the link in the chain that's missing and here's what makes me skeptical not that all of the criticism are wholesale bad but a lot of them connected to george soros are weird is that, yes, George Soros has known, publicized on the website, contributed money uh, to Black Lives Matter, white liberalism, white apologetics, whatever you want to call it, he did that shit. But a huge component of Black womanism and of, of Black of black resistance in general is taking white people's resources and flipping it and not letting them run and direct and dictate that shit. One thing I've never heard outside of this overarching criticism that a white man is uh, uh, cash flowing or what the, whatever the fr- phrase is, white bankrollers, is... Tied to it. No. Patricia Killers, Alicia Garza, all these women have gone and spoken and done, and I've never heard criticisms of their politics. And I'm not saying they don't exist, but the link in the chain that I'm missing is how they're specifically applying and going about, you know, their orientation toward. Now, now, a caveat because I want to stay close to Black fathers, but this is one thing I have heard was about a month ago there was huge criticisms about how money's being spent because we saw a huge influx of money go to. Black Lives Matter, the organization, not the concept, yeah. not the theory, not the social position, but the organization. It was like a foundation. And so they, it's like, it's, it's they different. Yeah. It's allocated there, which is a separate conversation. But that yeah. is a more teethy criticism that I would have yeah. of that organization. Instead of where the money is coming in, flowing in, when people right. are matching that and then somewhere now, where is it going? Cause see, yeah, because that's, that's a criticism of the organizational structure. And, and because Black Lives Matter is like horizontally structure like there's no hierarchy it's all like everybody's able to anybody it's the franchise yeah. anybody's able to create it if i wanted a motherfucking black lives matter long beach i just needed to find some more niggas then we could get that shit cracking it's not hard and we could do it without nobody's supervision you know what i'm saying and that's that's to have the organization but the movement though essentially what what niggas is saying um what niggas is saying and shout out to my nigga nick you know what i'm saying he in the chat 
He said his question is where the money going. Um, and that's and that's but you know when we dealing with five hundred one c threes, when you dealing with tax exempt organizations, when you dealing with charities, we uh, one thing that we learned about in debate is the nonprofit industrial complex. So we know that it's it's heavy salaries. You know what I'm saying? A lot of money spent on bullshit. A lot of money spent on schmooze, and a lot of money spent on things that don't. That all the money is not spent in the direction that niggas always wanted to go, yeah, and that's the- just. Everything is not to enrich the mission. Everything is not to literally help the what what your value supposed to be about, what you're supposed to be doing. Shit, when well, we start figuring it out, only like 30% of your funds and efforts be going to that shit. The other 70% is being bought in the parlay. You know what? But, look, but, but, but I, but I want to I wanna ask y'all this, though. I want to ask y'all this specifically, though. Go ahead. Do y'all not see a problem? Do you, do you, or, or do you see, do you see it as a legitimate problem with black men, black fathers specifically? That when you look at these about pages and when you go through like what we stand for, what we affirm, they specifically say that they affirm that black mothers, but they don't say anywhere in their language black fathers. They say parents, you know what I'm saying? They they affirm same-sex couples. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you why I'm conflicted about the the absence of that language and how um it becomes shout out to Chris X seeing the building too. Of course, of course. <laughs> Uh, but the comments is also moving. So <laughs> Jada said, "Here we go." Uh, um, but I, so I want to get those too. But here's why. Here's why I'm conflicted, and I'm 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 able to to be happily conflicted. On one hand, and me and Damo talked about this on the phone. The lack of black fathers or the lack of black men, and, and, and raising a stink and a criticism about it, and using that to legitimize not supporting Black Lives Matter efforts, is the same logic and rhetoric of people who say, "What about?" Uh, on, on our college campuses that say, what about a white student union? Or why don't we get a white history month? It's like masculinity and black manness and black maleness has been at the forefront of movements. <laughs> huh? Yeah, I'm, 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 I was thinking of Horton Spillers, Mama's Baby, Papa's Maybe. Come uh, on, get some, some literature and some scholarship next to it. George, are you are you sourcing information? Is that is that an academic source from a black woman that you citing right there? Damn is that right a- it is. Shout out to the OG Horton Spillers, and then literally, literally, white man Morningham went to the hood, and, and, and I think it was the eighties. Was the eighties? I think it was the eighties. Came in with the eighties or the seventies. But anyway, Morningham went for the federal government to the hood to do an analysis to try to figure out what in the hell is wrong with the black community, and with the Morningham report. Was mm-hmm. concluded. Well, I feel like it's missing black. Basically, concluded is that the reason why the black community is dysfunctional is because it's led by women. I think that it's the same trajectory. Literally, if you're saying the reason why the Black Lives Matter movement can be effective because it's led by women, it's the same hubris thinking. In my mind, like, but here's I'm gonna let me let me let me turn. I'm gonna give you my other conflicting side of it. And that other conflicting side is going to be the same side, the other side of that same coin. Because because yeah, I want George, because I, I want George to, I want George to respond. And then Brent Rice, you know what I'm saying? He yeah, says, Brent, Brent talk, talking his business. And I definitely, that's my homeboy. I want to shout out to Brent. What up, bro? Uh, Dr. Dancy said the Moynihan Port was in the 60s, George. Go ahead, Toya. But just, the other side of this is that I think it is politically and activistically responsible to challenge the misnarration of black masculinity and black fatherhood because there is a world where there is this conception that black men don't exist and they're not they're, they're not in their child's lives and they're terrible fathers and i know so many great black dads you know what i'm saying and we know so many great black dads and so many of us you know outside of the ones who 
we're not fortunate. This is not unique. It's white people, brown people, Latinx people, Asian people who daddies leave and go do other business too. And we don't talk about them the same way we don't talk about intercommunal violence in their communities. We'll talk about that in a moment. But what we see is that a lie is being told on black men. And so I do understand the necessity and the utility of forefronting and centering black fatherhood as an important component of flipping the narrative and centering black lives that do matter because we need to talk about these black daddies doing doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? And so it, I'm conflicted because on one side, again, white history month, white student unions, mm. like why don't we have because because we know already, right? Mm. You're the dominant culture. Like mm. subcultures, if there's a reason that activism exists, and that's because stuff in the back need to come to the front. But the other side mm. is do need to be trying to re-narrate. Oh, that was hey, I ain't about to let you get away with that one there. That was clean. First she said activism right. exists. You know what I'm saying? Because the people in the back, they need to be pulled to the front. This is why we have subcultures, major cultures and minor cultures, meta cultures and minor cultures, and, and, and macro cultures is because the challenge and the attempt to shift the apparatus. I think that's that, real I think, shit. I think many people be having like uh, gender identity illiteracy because when Black Lives Matter say they affirm same sex marriage, to me, it show how people have kind of fucked up notions of homosexuality and black men. Because it's like, mm -hmm. hey, you do realize that it's some black fathers that same sex parents. Mm -hmm. So if they say same sex parents, that's still accounted for in there. You feel me? And yeah. all the black people that's died. Yes. Yeah. Fathers. George Floyd, father. Rashard Brooks, father. Come yeah. on. You know, like, what, are you, what is the impact of your criticism? To me, it sounds like an analysis. That is rhetorical semantics. Yeah. Because look, because look, because look, I, I actually, I mean, you know, I'll be on YouTube a little bit. So the impact is what they're saying is they're trying to actively work to remove them because I think it's it's so much information is out right now. You know what I'm saying? In terms of like about people studying shit. I, what I've come to understand is that people don't think that people actually study shit like race, gender and sexuality and none of that shit. People don't think people study that shit. People don't think that there are individuals who have written entire books. Basically. You know what I'm saying? Like, people don't think that, bro. Because what is it? Because what you see is everybody, they think that these, that these questions and conversations about gender and gender identity and sex and sexuality, they think that these things are conversations that are just, oh, it's known. What you mean? That's what I know. Like, that's what, that's what my daddy taught me. That's what they taught my daddy. What, nigga? What? You feel me? And the problem is that this same conversation is coming from people who are saying that we should actively challenge the ways that we've been taught, things that we've been taught. Like, so we should challenge if we should challenge what we've been told about blackness. If we've been if we should challenge what we've been told about specifically black men, we should also challenge what we've been told about black women. We should also challenge what we've been told about gay black uh, black people, yeah, trans black people. All of those things are up for question when we know that who gave us, like the Moynihan report is something that a lot of black people use to affirm the criticism don't of even, black communities and the failure of black women. And don't they, even know it though. Don't even recognize it. They, they don't. don't. You gotta be and that's what makes it so bad. It's so sad because it's like you don't even, I'm looking at you and I feel sorry for you. Like I feel because it's like you not there. What was you about to say, Toya? The same logic is white as white people and whiteness. Like anytime you take something they made and try to flip it to prove a point, I'm good. You missed it. You you missed and and you fell into the dog whistle that has us able to look at and internalize. You know the oppression that we have against each other. 
let's go back to that metaphor we had in the last segment. Remember, I said it's like, hey, we on the same freeway, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, shut up. To me, in my mind, it's like now you're trying to use the acceleration and engine. That's not what's on this freeway. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. right now. You're trying to do too much. You feel me? We got hey, four way, and you're trying to bring it on 18 wheeler. This shit don't. But I- I think we need to. We definitely need to use this opportunity to kind of explain specifically why that language was left out. And I want to know what y'all think. This is my analysis. Before we move on, on, these comments will stop in there real quick. Oh, I'll holler at these people real fast. Oh yeah, yeah. We definitely gotta get into this. Let me not do that. Uh, where we at? We got uh, Terrell Taylor said to the end of acknowledging black men. Why would the conversation immediately move to calling out a conspiracy? as opposed to asking for a few words on black fathers. Um, I think it's because of the energy that's like given to it, right? It's like, instead of asking, well, why aren't black men included? It's automatically assumed that because of who's in charge, they're actively working against the interest of black fathers, which means there's a, there's an assumption that's being made about the black women who started and who are pretty much the faces of the movement. And that assumption paints them in the light that they are actively working in the interest I mean, against the interests of black women. Explain it even better, right? It is this kind of perceptual notion, and we talked about this earlier, that black women are ill-equipped to, le- to lead movements, right? That yeah. it can't be them, that black queer women can't be the ones to speak for the liberation and freedom of black people writ large, which is why we have to be skeptical of why certain things are certain ways, which, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and that's the kind of the fracturing nature of white supremacy, number one, but also the inability for us to latch on and love on each other in moments where we need to, because we understand what we've been saying, the liberation of black, for example, black trans women is the liberation for all of us. The liberation mm-hmm. of black women is liberation for all of us, right? Mm-hmm. Liberation, is, and so there, that we just don't agree on what it what it takes and what it means to be free and the pathway to getting there. And if you only gonna criticize me, if you don't care about where we are going, but you only gonna criticize how I drive, then, <laughs> then, then, Forget the trip. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Just, it becomes a struggle writ large, right? And so I, I nobody knows what to do with that. Nobody ever knows what to do with that. And you end up starting back at a place where black men, black cis men in particular, are just upset and frustrated. Uh, uh Jada says, my bad. No, you got it. Uh Jada says also this versus language feels very up op- in, in very opposition. Let me see. Also, this versus language feels very in opposition of instead of creating space for black men and black fathers. It's about yes. carving out spaces. That versus language. That versus language. We and, and, and I'm gonna get into that explanation too. Yeah, go ahead. Um Jada also says, not saying that space isn't already there, but I think it's a linguistic thing. I absolutely agree. Uh yes. And 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 man, this devil's advocate position that niggas get to take before as they gatekeep. Change and liberation is mind blowing because Terrell kind of speaks to this when he says this whole question everything uh, logic quickly becomes uh, cons- a conservative position and that's what people don't realize we don't need no more um, uh, 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 devil's advocates we don't need no more devils we don't need no more people who are trying to provide look the train is moving get on board get out the way or get ran over you know what I'm saying and that this the devil stay busy he don't need no more advocates he don't need no more advocates. Not a train is moving. Don't nobody need your help trying to derail it. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I think becomes frustrating is to see something with momentum, to see something moving in your first action is to be like, nope, that gotta be bad. No, it's movement. It's momentum. Work in partnership. I don't, and I really wish I was born, or I was born in the 90s, but more politically apt and capable because I want to know what black women were saying about the uh, Million Man March. 
I don't know if a lot of black women were like, well, what about black women? And why were the black women mark? They were, they knew that their black men, their constituents were out there in the mix, out there pounding the pavement, out there making moves in DC. And right. they just find that as far as I know, right? Because they were linking the chain to our liberation. So I just don't ever remember hearing it narrated that black women were just like the million man march. What about the black women? I just don't think that was happening because it was understood that black men were out there advocating for family, for community, for people. And people got behind it. So I'm just. I'm, what I'm, was you about to say, George? Nah, I'm, I'm, I was about to echo Toya and just, just looking like. Just, hey, because just to let y'all know, George, George Mike is literally uh, is the, the most polite Mike on the panel right now. Whenever any other mic comes on, George Mike turns up. <laughs> I was like that though. I'm like, it ain't never been like this before ever. Like this time, it's like I can't talk unless everybody else is completely silent because they talk. <laughs> mic will not can't hear me at all. I will. Hey, it's love though. It's love. That's why we making sure we making sure the book is. Look, this is this is probably the first time in the history of a a, a group that the lead singer Mike just would not get right. I think he's trying to tell you something. Um, we, for me to get, I can't give you mine, so you just gotta work. <laughs> hey, but so I'm gonna say this as we as we kind of you know round it out, um, yeah. because what Jada said helps us get kind of more so to answering the question of what is the purpose behind specifically leaving out black fathers, um, because she says not saying that space isn't already there, but it's a ling- but she thinks it's a linguistic thing, and that's a hundred percent correct. If you study uh, any feminist literature. There's always a, a question in the conversation of language, of linguistics, like labels. What do they mean? Right. And Black Lives Matter being led by black feminists or, or uh, black queer feminists. You feel me? Like the, and these uh, these aspects of their identity matter because mm-hmm. it, it helps you understand why they think the way that they do. Then yeah. the one thing. The position said, of politics in many instances what we see, man. And you know, you know what Huey P. Newton said, power is the ability to define a phenomenon and make it act in a desired manner. We know when you define things, it's literally structuring how we talk about language. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So we know when we talk about something, what we mean and what we don't mean automatically, to me, structures the meaning of what we actually saying. Sure. So it's like when you say parent, what is, what is, what is being implied? When you say we affirm same-sex parents, what is actually being implied here? Right. And so the 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 argument within the question of language is the term father specifically is exclusionary to same-sex marriages or same-sex parents. Right? Because it's like if you have uh two women who are parents, there's no father there. You know what I'm saying? Like if and and then on top of that. What a, a lot of this conversation sits around is what niggas think a family should look like. And so they're they're disguising this conversation of not having the father there, ignoring like the, the literature and the study of why that word specifically wasn't there. Because like we've proven over the course of this conversation that black fathers are not only affirmed, but they're the faces of the fucking movement. That's what Dr. Dancy is saying in the comments. Read this comment real quick. Uh, Dr. Dancy said, also black men and black fathers are already centered within black communities. Damn near all BLM protests have formed around black boy, men, and father bodies. And and, and Dr. Dancy is 100% correct. Where the, why the fuck do you think people started saying, uh, uh, say her name? Think about that. During the time we're saying black lives matter, motherfuckers are saying say her name. 
Like that was a, a later appendage that got added with Sandra Bland. And that was because there was a, recogni- a recognition that it wasn't enough noise being made the same way that was making noise for Trayvon, the same way it was making, there was a stark difference. We see that at protests. Breonna Taylor's name now because she's the new hot trending meme thing, which I got to stop doing that shit too. But Breonna Taylor has now taken prominence because people have been calling people to the carpet on the way Black Lives Matter. Hey, so it's crazy how it all becomes in a weird way, this weird Venn diagram that comes full circle where it's like you are upset about being excluded and left out of a movement that has, has, has had to have a sub movement created to make sure that black women are not forgotten about. So what really is your situation and your issue and your problem with that? Well, let me, let, let me ask you this, George. Do you think, George, do you, hold on, hold on, answer this specifically. Do you think that leaving the word or the phrase black fathers out to make that more inclusive, do you think that it's it's worth it to do that to when you have people that perceive it the way that it's being perceived right now? Like, is, 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 is that effort worth it? I, I think the effort is worth it. I think the current people that is making a hoopla, is causing all this ruckus about black fathers being left out, I think they literally working from the same mode of all lives matter. We say black lives matter. You say all lives matter. You literally trying to push the status quo. The status quo already centers black men and black fathers. This is how I think about it. I'm, I'm trying to say it simple. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to parenthood, I believe that women, particularly black women, are inscribed inherently have to wear it on their bodies motherhood. I'm a father. You know what I'm saying? I'm a father. You feel me? When I'm kicking it with my boys, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, my body isn't oriented towards as a father. You feel me? When I walk on campus and I'm teaching, my body isn't oriented like a father. You know what I'm saying? I'm a black man that's sometimes father. So that's also a father on the side. I think that when a woman becomes a mother, they have to wear that on their bodies all the time. You feel me? When you with your friends, you a mother first. When you at work, you you at work because you a mother. You feel me? When you chilling in chilling, you chilling because you a mother. And my can I, can I ask a person there? Huh? When you trying to date, and even if you ain't with the parent, the other parent of your child, black dudes with a dad, oh yeah, so cute, da, 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 whatever. Black women with babies, undesirable. Oh my God, you already missed passion prom. I, I want to date you. I mean, for a fact, let me let me walk on campus with one of my kids or both of my kids. Come on. They're going to give me the award, you know what I'm saying? But also, too, thinking about it in terms of dating. When a woman has a child, the child is automatically seen as a, like, like, like either, 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 either some baggage, a burden, or something sure. extra love on, too. A woman can take on a man, and it can be a deadbeat, can be sorry as hell, and never <laughs> and I ain't never gonna be brought on him. You know what I'm saying? So I think right. the mere language of being a mother and being a father, I think that we have to always be very specific and being able to account for mothers because we know that that literally becomes your identity. It becomes you. You sleep as a mother, you wake up as a mother, you tired as a mother, you run as a mother. You know what I'm saying? Fatherhood isn't inscribed. I, I'm proud to be a father. I take care of my kids. I love my kids. But like we said, it's about it's somebody that, that, that studies gender, <laughs> And sexuality, damn it. Niggas is not wearing fatherhood on their body like that. No. No, uh, I mean, yeah, go ahead, Toya. I was going to say, you know, this is a good time because we, we said yeah, I, the comment. got a lot of comments popping. Yeah, Should yeah. We transition to the next thing, which, but yeah, I don't I w- off either. <clears throat> yeah, I want to start with, I want to start with Brent. He said, uh, when the most oppressed person in the room is liberated, we are all liberated, which is why I think why fathers isn't necessarily mentioned on the BLM website. Black women and black LGBTQIA plus members 
are the most oppressed people on this planet. In their freedom, fathers will find their freedom. Duh, nigga. That's why you niggas is useless. And I, I, and I, I, let me get, let me, let me do this real quick, y'all. Let me do this real quick. You niggas is in the way. Straight up. Like, right now, at a time where we, you got people that want to be like, hey, we got something to stand up for. This is our movement. With every criticism that niggas have, Toya, I'm sure, has a criticism. I have a criticism. George has a criticism. With all of these criticisms, the one thing we understand is that there is a bigger fucking movement and message at, as happening. And you niggas think y'all being smart by being like, look, they're trying to leave us out. No, nigga. You playing out white supremacist programming in a way where you positioning the, your women as the blockades to your freedom. What kind of silly shit is that? What the fuck? Like when it, when when niggas really get on the internet thinking they smart because you can say, well, gay women, like that 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 ain't for black men. Who the fuck told you that? It's you niggas is in the way. But anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was I'm at he was preaching. Yeah, I I just you know I went. I ain't want to rant too much, but it's just like, yo, it's, it's fucking annoying because like what passes as intellect amongst black social media, like is, is, is frustrating. I'll say that to be nice, to be fair. I, it's frustrating. Well, like it, and, and I call it meme scholarship, like niggas to see something on, on, on Facebook, like with some graphics and some fucked up shit happening in the background and say some wild shit. And because with all the shit that's going on, you're like, hell yeah. Then you see your nigga and be like, nigga, did you know? <laughs> All because you was scrolling up and down on the fucking Facebook talking about some did you know? Nigga, you don't know. Yeah. You didn't do no fucking research. You didn't sit and come to a nice hey, call it meme You said what you He said he called it education. Because you know, misinformation is real, but you'll be educated on if the on if the information is legitimate or not if you do some research instead of me search. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I recognize that memes is full of information, but it can also be misinformation. Hey, meme scholarship, meme search. It's kind of like Wikipedia. I don't know. You think I don't know where you think these memes came from? They came from somebody with an app in time. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like they literally That's came with an opportunity to make something and a platform to put it on. So you got to take it a step further and read for yourself. It's kind of like the Bible. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like the faith. <laughs> Whatever faith system you have, you can listen to somebody preach that thing. But at the end of the day, you got yeah. to do that thing for yourself. Dr. Dancy, what did he say? Dr. Dancy said, and also the few black girls and women who get some national attention have to die the way men die. But when women are violenced against in ways that men usually aren't, they are rendered invisible to movements. For instance, Daniel Holt's claw raping all them black women in Oklahoma City. That's facts. That's the type of shit that when niggas be like, I mean, and we gonna talk about the intercommunal shit. We definitely gonna get there, y'all. We gonna talk about that shit. But when niggas start talking about, uh, um, when niggas start talking about, well, y'all didn't march, and when this happened, like this is the shit that we need to be saying that on. Like, hey, you know, pay attention if there's any criticism to how we move is that we move too patriarchal. If there's any criticism to the movement, is that we don't focus on women enough. You feel me? So and I mean, I, on a really petty level, we haven't even talked about the violence. We'll talk about it, I guess, maybe when we get to intercommunally, intercommunally. Yeah. But we don't even talk about the violence, like on a, just a petty surface level, right? Like, Hold on, real quick. Level. y'all keep it going. If black men are uniquely and hyper violent to black women, 
I don't know if y'all heard the new, the most recent Lil Wayne and 50 Cent conversation when they're sniggling and giggling about how black women ain't exotic. exotic. You bored of seeing the same thing every day. When you see the same thing every day, why wouldn't you want to jump on the first thing you see that move a little different, talk a little different? When black women are the most hated women on the planet and black men add significantly, uniquely and uh, uh, um, very richly to that reality. So just on a petty level, nigga, why would I want to give you all? Look at how you do me, dog. Like, look at how you do me. Not that we should be petty, but look at how you do me. So when I, I, I want to be sympathetic to making space and doing, look at another, you can look at so many examples. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying we should refracture or fracture in, in the reverse way, the coalitions and relationships we have in black communities, but just on the surface level, man, look how you do me. Look, look how, how you do me. me. Look how yeah. you do me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I just, I, I, it's not so far, it's such a far gone conclusion that, you know, it's we, we got some stuff we got to massage and get together on everybody's part is that's what facts. I'm saying. It's everybody coping. That's facts. And that's uh yeah, man, that's the that's the that's the culture chop. That's yeah, what I Toy you always leave niggas with it speechless because she don't leave it with nothing else to say. I'll be mad, man. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.